So you could be someone who has a spiritual business or you could be a spiritual person that also has your own business. So when I talk about being a spiritual business owner, I am covering that whole gamut of everything that fits under there. Does that make sense, Empress Shoshana? Yes. So you're not just saying people who have a spiritual business who are are performing or, you know, spiritual, <laughs> performing spiritual acts, but yes. you could be a person who has a, your spiritual beliefs, maybe you're doing a little witchcraft, yes. and but you have, you could have a, what we'll say, a, a muggle business. I'm witchy. And I'm woo. Welcome to the Witchy and Woo podcast with your host, Aunt Carla and Empress Shoshana. Join us each episode as we conjure up conversations about magic, lore, energy, and more. Working at the car wash. Whoa, 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 whoa. Working at the car wash. Yeah. I know. I know. That was, that was such an odd song to start with, but it's it's about business, right? Today's topic. Oh, by the way, please let me not forget my manners and let me greet you, Empress Shoshana. How are you today? There, I'm Carl. I'm doing stellar. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. But as I was saying, we're talking about business today, and you know, at the spur of the moment, I was trying to think of some kind of business song, and I know that there are business songs out there, but the the best I could come up with was working at the car wash because it's a business, but it's never mind. So we want to talk about spiritual business today and spiritual business owners. If you did listener are listening, fits a whole bunch of different things. You might be someone who has a quote unquote spiritual business, such as you might sell, um, spiritual baths or herbs you might have a botanica or you might offer services like reiki or tarot reading you could def crystals you can definitely have any kind that is a spiritual business but also you might be someone who is a considers yourself a spiritual person and you might have a business and that would still count so if you are a spiritual person you you do divine acts in your personal life but then you also you might be an accountant or you might i don't know you might crochet things you might have an etsy store you might be a writer copywriter you might be a freelancer but because you are a spiritual person and if you listen to this podcast you probably are so this kind of covers the gamut so you could be someone who has a spiritual business or you could be a spiritual person that also has your own business so when i talk about being a spiritual business owner i am covering that whole gamuts of everything that fits under there. Does that make sense, Empress Shoshana? Yes. So you're not just saying people who have a spiritual business who are are performing or you know spiritual <laughs> performing spiritual acts. But yes. you could be a person who has a, your spiritual beliefs, maybe you're doing a little witchcraft. Yes. And but you have you could have a what we'll say a, a muggle business. Yes, totally, totally. You can totally have a muggle business. But if you are someone who considers yourself a spiritual practitioner or a witch, someone who performs divine acts, as you like to say, we're not like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that is why it's important to have uh, resources, you know, for yourself and to remember that you are not at the mercy of fate. That's what I always like to tell everyone, whether we're talking about, um, if you're trying to, you know, attract love or you're trying to attract business, if you are a spiritual practitioner, 
you are not at the mercy of fate. You know that there are rituals that you can perform to make things happen. You know that if you need, you can do a spell and, and get your, you know, and, and, and raise money for rent or uh, meet people. So we're not the same as everyone else who kind of feels that they are at the mercy of fate or, oh, well, I guess this isn't going to work, you know, mm -hmm. whatever that is. So to talk about spiritual business today, um, I'm also very excited to chat with you and Prashashana because you are in the you are in the midst of um, building another business because you have been doing different things over the past few years and now you've been you've been working with your coach and well several different coaches and creating this new kind of spiritual business for yourself which is very exciting so I definitely want to ask you questions and see how being a spiritual person or creating a spiritual business like what that means for you so stay tuned <laughs> so i think i want to start at the beginning at the basic basics and just this is like this is like the basics of like if you wanted to start or grow your spiritual business there's certain things that you need to have in place and you might have some of these things or you might have them and think oh my goodness i could do this and if that is you do it like 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 start doing it you know so um let's see so if you want to start or grow your spiritual business and you're looking for different steps there's basic like one two three four five basic steps that i would recommend so one you need like some kind of niche community and that's like a group of people who want what you're offering i mean that's the basic thing everyone is not your customer and that's important to know you're not uh, everybody, you know, when people sometimes think, oh, everyone wants my business. No, no, they don't. You, you're going to have to like niche it down a little bit to figure out who is this community that wants what you're offering. So, for example, your niche could be beginning witches or it could be moms who are into spiritual self-care because that's a very specific kind of community right there or you might be you might be reaching out to followers of oshun you know of a particular orisha or a particular spiritual path that's very specific so remember everyone is not your customer Okay, now once you know what your community is or who your community is, who your people are, basically, you want to think about what is your product or service? What are you actually selling? Because you can't have a business without some kind of something to sell. You need to be able to sell them something. So you're, you might have a product line, you might have herbs, spiritual baths, crystals, or even t-shirts. Like my business started with t-shirts. Or you might have services such as tarot readings. Um, Reiki healing or one on one timeline jumps. So like these are different services that someone could offer. And once you have that, then you have to think about how are you going to accept payment? You know, uh, if you're selling from your car, you know, if you're going to flea markets, you need a way to take cash or credit slash debit cards. If you're selling things online, you're going to need a PayPal account. You know, you might have to have some kind of website, some way to accept money because you know, we you need your money. <laughs> and and one thing that I think people take for granted is a reliable system to deliver your product or service. It's one thing to have a product or service, but how are you going to do it? So for example, if you sell physical goods in person, that means you need to make sure that you have inventory. Do you have enough stuff in stock? You know, you can't say, okay, I'm having a Black Friday sale, but you're out of all your stuff. Like, 
Uh, no, you can't do that. Um, you have to anticipate your demand. And if you are shipping your products, that means knowing how to ship the products safely and in a timely manner. Like I remember, um, like we received, like my husband received, uh, this painting, what it was a drawing. It was like a hand drawn picture of his dog and and someone bought it his sister sent it to him she purchased it via etsy and when he received it the frame was broken now granted luckily you know i i ended up getting another frame like years later but um so the person had this business but they didn't even they they shipped it it wasn't wrapped Mm -hmm. it wasn't even a bubble wrap so Mm -hmm. things like that like you have to know how to ship your goods if you're sending things physically and um if you if you're going to sell digital products or maybe you might want to have an online course that means you need you're going to need to have some kind of online shipping cart that accepts payments and perhaps organizes your offers and delivers so it means someone purchases your product and then they receive that product or they get their access to their online course automatically back in the like if you go to the, some of these i don't know i don't know if it was back in the day but Sometimes people try to uh, save money or cut corners or certain things. So it's like if I purchase something, I'm expecting to see to receive it right away. I don't want to be waiting because I'm like, well, what happened? I paid my money. Where's my stuff? So you want to make sure that if you're actually going to have a business that you can be relied upon to give people their stuff after they make their after, you know, they give you their money. So I just want to put up in there. If it's something that you're hand making, it may take time. Oh, absolutely. Be clear that they're not going to get it as soon as it but let them know that it's, you know it's going to take time so to, I oh. to make sure that we're not that people that the dear listener is not thinking like oh my gosh if i can't send it immediately um, right yeah. right right and then that and that's about managing your customers expectations if yeah. you know that what you're like especially if they're making something custom if yeah. you're making something custom for them that means having some kind of system in place that you say ah oh, yes i've received thank you so much for your purchase mm-hmm. now um let's con you know let's connect through email to get your information and you can expect that your your scarf your whatever i'm making for you will be ready in two weeks or three weeks or however long it takes but you make sure that you follow through like integrity is a big thing so if you tell someone that it's going to be done in two weeks and you make sure that you can follow through on that it is much better to give someone a longer timeline and send it there sooner than say oh yeah i can i can get it done in a week and then it takes you a month because like all this stuff that happened and nobody likes excuses like oh well you know my dog died and um and this happened and then you know i had this you know and i had to kick my husband out of the house and nobody cares nobody cares about your shit. i'm sorry we're talking <laughs> business i mean it's one thing you know when it's if, if it's your friend your friend's like oh you know he was a loser anyway oh, okay mm-hmm. you know you give it to me when you can but these are people who don't know you these are people who have seen your work on etsy or on instagram and there was something about what they saw that makes them say, oh, I want to work with this person. Then when that happens, you need to follow through and do what you say that you're going to do. Now, so once, and and also regarding um, 
like if you have an Etsy or a Wix or a Squarespace as well, there are many online selling platforms that enable you to have like to sell uh, physical products, let people know when they're going to receive it. But they can also think, do things like set up shipping labels, which I thought was really cool. Mm -hmm. Like when you enter, when you tell them, OK, um, I'm, I'm sending a bottle of of this intention oil you let them you know you set it up so that it knows how much it weighs so you can mm -hmm. so you can um so it will calculate the right shipping cost shipping costs so these are you know these are different things to think about and finally after all that you need to have a marketing strategy and i think this is one of the things that people um kind of shy away from it's a big deal um, but you need to let people know who you are. You need to let people know who you are and what you're selling on a regular basis. And this means being visible. This means putting yourself out there. You cannot be that person that shows up only when you want to sell something. You know, you can't be like, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. Because, man, that is so old. Mm -hmm. So we want to see why should we buy from you? We need to see some of those behind the scenes. You know, some people when they're making their like whipped, whipped body butter, you know, we like to see you eat it. Yeah. When I see those, those, those videos are like, Ooh, that's so cool. Ooh. And, um, and this is what social media is definitely where this is where social media shines because it enables you to share behind the scenes. It helps you to share your, um, your wisdom, your knowledge, who you are as a person, just your regular everyday personality. And I also recommend having some kind of website that you own and control because like when it comes to social media, you never really know. Um, you never really know what's going to happen. And, and then, um, so if you have some kind of website that is under your control that you have designed, then and and most and of course an email list. I will talk about email that that is definitely a a a hill that I will die on. But having an email list is important because those are that's those are the people who have given you permission to to contact them, and then you don't have to worry about a social media uh algorithm yeah. when you send your stuff out you send it out and um they can they can open it or not open it but it's not like you're waiting for an algorithm to show them to you or not and you also do not only email your list when you have when you're selling something wait it's say that again as you also don't just email your list when you're trying to sell something yes yes it's um, about relationships exactly exactly so so that's just like the the basics of starting and growing a spiritual business. So and and I want to also talk about different ways you can grow your business using magic because you know we are magical people. Exactly. But before we do that, I really want to like tap in and Prashashana to how things are going. I know you're in the uh, by the time um this is live, I guess you will have right. been, you know, you will have been over this hump, but how are things going with your new spiritual business so far? Cause now you're like in a marketing stage. Yes. Okay. So, um, I have, um, Aunt Carla note, um, said that I have a couple of coaches. I usually have like three or four coaches at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Um, on different areas of my life. Mm -hmm. And so, what uh i have a business coach i have an ancestral healing coach 
I have, I'm in an, astro- an astrology program and I think that might be it at the moment. Oh, and I have a love and dating coach. So yeah, mm. so I usually only have four. So <laughs> one always, one goes out and then I somehow I collect a new one. So um, with this, that being said, right now, um, as we're recording this, I'm the, I am in the middle of a launch um, and that is going well. I'm hosted the divine morning circle. We are on day two right now. Mm-hmm. And the point of that is having a program, an event where mm-hmm. people can experience what I do. Yes. And what I do well. Yes. And then at the end of this, I will ask them, be like, okay, you're here for this. Well, now I want to ask you if you're interested in joining the Divine Sanctuary, which is now open as you're listening to this. It is. So I'm excited. Well, it may or may not be open depending on I might close it up. I might not close it up, but I may the mem- uh being able to come in might be closed. I don't know. Sure, sure. Um, but it'll reopen. Um, but it's going well. Um I would say when it comes to business for those who are just starting out and you are probably gonna be afraid to market, to ask for the business. Yes. And that is something that I have struggled with, which is why my business, I feel, has not taken off the way it could have. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this and me saying, me working with my coach, and I am I am a people pleaser, and um, I want my coach to be proud of me. I'm not going to lie. So I'm like, you know what? So I'm going out here, and I'm using that, and I'm going to market, market, market. So every day I was popping on. I was doing live events. And at the end, I'm saying, you know, you guys, I'm doing this divine running circle. You guys should join in. It's going to be blah, blah, blah. And I would say I did it for two weeks before the uh, the circle opened, mm-hmm. and it is the most I have ever promoted myself for a consistent amount of time. Uh-huh. And I would say by the end, I'm like, you know what? I kind of like this. Hey, <laughs> because people were actually signing up, and like when I opened it the first day, four people signed up to join, and I was like, oh my gosh, look what happens when you directly <laughs> ask. <laughs> And so, um, yeah, so just kept showing up and keep doing it because because there have been times when you go up online and you ask and then nothing happens. You're like, well, see, no one cares. So I'm not going to ask anymore. <laughs> that has been me. But it's like if you just pop on once once a month yes. to come up and you ask and no one shows up, be like, well, no, I'm not going to believe you or want to work with you because you only pop up here when you want something. I don't, I haven't seen what you've done. I haven't, you know, I haven't seen or experienced your, your, your um, expertise. So stranger danger. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so if we start with the niche community, who are the people that you say are into, well, well, no, no, let's back up for a second. Let's, let's go first to the product or service. What are you what is the product that you are, the product, the service, the group? What is what is the thing that you are offering? What is your offer? So for this is the Divine Sanctuary, mm-hmm. a membership. So it's a service that I'm offering. Mm-hmm. And what it is, is in this community, you um, experience messages of love and hope from spirit. You are going to deepen your connection to yourself. You can have that fellowship, that community, just having a place, having a sanctuary. Yeah. Um, so I'm like really excited about it. So, so that is the service that I've, I'm so excited. I've knocked over my microphone. Nope. So, uh, 
So that is the service that I am offering. Okay. So then who are the people who are responding? Well, okay. And then we'll back up. So then we'll say, so the marketing strategy. So I love what you are doing to promote it. So, and you're not necessarily, <clears throat> you said you haven't decided whether or not you're, it's going to be evergreen or if you're going to just focus on having sort of like a, a launch period. But at this moment, you have been doing these morning sessions for free. And so that is your marketing strategy. So tell us about what does that look like? These divine mornings, tell, tell, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> so it's called the divine it's a five-day live and it is called the divine morning circle mm -hmm. and so what happens there is that think of it as, as uh divine services so the group of people come in come in and every morning at 7 30 a.m eastern standard time and people mm -hmm. actually have getting up with me at that time I'm i love so it excited. i know because it's really the only time that i have to do it so right. i'm so glad that show up um, so we come together that morning and I give messages from spirit. I just open up and I channel and I, whatever spirit tells me is what I share. Mm -hmm. And at the end of that, that's about 10 minutes. And then we go into a Reiki session. We take the, the messages that spirit gave us and then we take them in during Reiki to see what other message we can get. Reiki is clear, pure, positive energy that is used to help balance and relax you and your energy um, and you leave feeling less stressed, less overwhelmed. And I also believe we get clarity from it. And so that's really what the session is. Mm -hmm. And that is a fantastic marketing strategy because this is, this is like five days in a row, people are showing up and for free, they're getting this opportunity to see who you are about. You're not asking for anything, you're not yet. You're, I mean, right now, this is an opportunity to work with you, to see who is Empress Shoshana, what does she believe in? How does she do her thing? Let me get to know her. And it is low impact, low risk. People get to fall in love with you and your vibe, just like I have. And, you know, and you get to see how, they get to see you in action with at, at at no risk at all. So yeah. this is a really great opportunity for people to say, hmm, who is this Empress Shoshana? Wow, you know, I really like these mornings. I really like, you know, getting up every morning and and hearing what she is talking about and whatever her spiritual guides are saying to us and and the Reiki and it just starts my day off right. And people get, you know, they they really get hooked on that and they really like get pulled in so my next question so that's so we've defined your service which is this membership group and the marketing strategy at this moment has been this this five-day live divine morning circle what's it called divine morning circle yeah divine morning circle okay so then if we're thinking about this the people who are showing up as like a niche community what would you say how would you describe these people the people who are showing up so far who are waking up with you what who are what who are they what do they like to do what's who are they um they in your are, best guesstimate you know they are um okay so this is something that i'm testing out mm -hmm. and i just want to say that who I thought would show up or whatever, I don't know exactly who. Yes, is. yes, yes. So this is all an experiment to get to know who that person is that yes. shows up and who's going to be interested in my thing. So it's women who are, mostly I think all women have showed up, um, mm -hmm. 
and they are in 40s and up. Mm -hmm. They are already on their spiritual journey Mm -hmm. and they are looking to enhance their confidence, their self-trust and their boundaries around self-care. They want to, they want to, they want to be encouraged. They want to be confident enough to know that what they want, they can have. Yeah. Yeah. And I love this too, because we don't always know who's going to show up until we put ourselves out there. And that is also why marketing is important because if you only show up when you want something, A, that's just like, nobody cares. But when you start to put content out there where you start doing live streams, you start doing group containers like this, this is how you find out who is attracted to you because it's very specific. You're like, okay, women who are 40 and older, who are, you know, who are older than 40, that's very specific. And, you know, people who, and and they are, uh, they are people who they're already on their path. These are not beginning. These are not beginners. So we are starting to see a pattern show up. And when we think about your quote unquote, ideal customer, ideal client, you don't always know who that's going to be. And what I one advice, one piece of advice that I want to say is like, you have to put it out there, you have to put yourself out there. Can as as business owners, we can spend a lot of time in thinking, thinking, you know, and, and that's that all of that analysis paralysis that's, that comes with it. And, you know, you were saying, you know, you wanted to please your, your, your business coach. I'm like, okay, okay, I got to put something out there. And, and that's great. But also there's so many things that you will never know until you actually launch, till you actually put yourself out there. And, you know, and I don't know if this makes you feel any better or not, but over the course of your spiritual business, you, especially in first, but all of us, um, you're going to be doing gazillions of launches over the course of your career. As long as you are running your own business, you're always going to be launching something. I mean, just when I think always, you'll be doing it in spurts, but, and you will learn things every time. And as you grow as a, as a spiritual business owner, as you grow as a person, you will be trying different things. And then you'll say, oh, okay, well, this didn't work. Okay, then I'm going to have to pivot. And what I was hinting at when I was talking to Empress Shoshana beforehand, um, was that launching is where the rubber meets the road. You know, we have all these ideas of what we think is going to happen. And then we launch. And for me, especially the first time I launched my launch fell flat crickets. No one, no one bought anything. And I was like, Oh, that means I'm not supposed to do this. No, (laughs) no. The universe is saying, this is okay. This is where you learn. So, where this is like where you know the separates the 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 boys from the men the guys from the whatever girls from the women you know what i'm trying to say it's like <laughs> like you don't know anything until you actually do the launch when you see how many people showed up to your marketing strategy or how many people responded mm-hmm. to your marketing str- strategy how many people purchased when you say oh my goodness no one purchased then you have to start then to go and do your research like well why did they did i not did i not promote early enough did i not you know what did i need to do more of something did i need to do less of something and to me this is when this is like this is how you cut your teeth as a spiritual business owner after that first launch then you then you start to to refine 
everything. You're like, oh, okay, I need to do more of this. I need to do less of this. Okay, I need to put myself out there more often. Like, oh, okay. And, um, and never, never judge anything by that first, you know, that, that first launch and, and, and actually don't judge anything. It's not about judging. These, these are all lessons. These are just lessons that you learn. And it does not mean, please, please, please don't be one of those people that like, oh, I guess this is the universe saying that I shouldn't run a business. No, no, everybody gets these hiccups. And this just tells us this is how you learn because you might think like, oh, I think I'm, I think, um, beginning witches are, are my people. And then you realize, oh, wait a second, the ones who are attracted to me are people who are 40 and over. And you're like, oh, that means I'm going to have to shift. I'm going to have to shift things. And then also when the people start responding to you, you start to listen to what they are actually asking for. Because like when it's just in your head, it's just in your head. But then when people start responding and they're like, oh, I really I'm attracted to your program because you look like me or because you understand that process or because you don't have kids or because you do have kids mm -hmm. or whatever that is, you will not be able to get that feedback until you put yourself out there. Yeah. If you don't get your feedback, you really don't, you're just working in your head. Yeah. So, um, so, okay. So, and, and this is how you figure out who your people are by who responds. Um, let's see. So ability to accept payment, how how will you be accepting payment when the time comes? I will be accepting payment. I'm using Thrivecart. Oh, nice. So, yep. So they will be taking, so they take PayPal and Stripe. So people who don't like PayPal, you can use Stripe or, you know, to enter in your credit card details. Yeah. So if you're doing a membership, that means it can do recurring payments and it yep. can charge. That is fantastic. So, you know, dear, dear, dear listeners, these are things that are very possible. You do not need to be going to people every month and like, okay, you got to pay me like, no, you have a, there, there is software available, the shopping carts that are available that will charge people on your behalf. And, um, and, and of course these things cost money too, but you know, you're making money, so you incorporate these things into the price of your products and services. Um, let's see. So that's the reliable system as well. So it accepts the payment and it also delivers the product. Oh, where will you be housing? Will you be? Um... So for right now, I'll mm -hmm. be doing it through Facebook and Zoom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And my goal is that when this gets really large, well, it doesn't get that much larger. Um, and uh, it can pay for itself, I yes. will be moving to Mighty Networks. Okay, fantastic. Because I think Mighty Networks also, wait, does, does Mighty Network also have a live? Yep. Video? Yeah, so that's a, that would be a great system too. I, um, I'm, uh, I use, like, I'm a member of Holisticism or the, the mm -hmm. North Node, and they use Mighty Networks. And so they're always doing all kinds of events. And when they have a live event, you know, you show up and, um, you know, and, and then someone, you know, teaches a class or whatnot. So, all right. So you have the product and service. You, you, I mean, you have your service. You have ability to accept payment with Thrivecart. Your reliable system is Facebook and Zoom. And you have your marketing strategy with, um, with like you've been showing up live on Instagram to get people um to know about your product and you have an email list 
And this week you're doing this this live container where people signed up for that. And yes. then at the end of this week, you will be telling them about be your inviting them to come to the divine sanctuary. Fantastic. And you have the niche community of these women who are over 40 who are um who are already familiar. They're they're not just starting their practice right. and um and they want to feel um more confident is that what is that yes. what you said yeah so see so you have all of those things covered and basically it's 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 a rinse and repeat kind of thing you know it, it's i wish it was just like a one-timey thing but it's not you know we we do our thing and then we just keep doing it and we and, and each time that we make an offer we learn something and then the goal is each time to make more money than the last time but some people are like, I just want to have a side hustle. I want to have my, I want to sell my t-shirts and that'll be my way to pay for vacations and nice dinners or, you know, whatever that is. Or, or maybe you sell hair or lashes, you know, maybe that is your thing and that's all good. And then there's the people that want to have the empire, <laughs> you know, I mean, the whole thing about the exit strategy is for it to become, you know, your empire. And that's when you start thinking about things like having an assistant, so some people have a spiritual business or any kind of business as a side hustle. And that's when they just want something to have a little extra money on the side to do, you know, to have nice vacations, have, you know, nice splurges on clothes, go to nice restaurants. And that's enough. Other people, they want to have like an exit strategy and an exit strategy is when um, they they build their business as a means to leave their day job. And that's fantastic. And then other people they want, or they're already running their spiritual business as an empire, meaning it is something that is continually growing and it is like their reason for living. <laughs> and if you are interested in running an empire, then, then you're definitely thinking about growth and you may be considering having an assistant and hiring a team and there's all kinds of things that you can do so you can create businesses at all different kinds of levels they do not have to be you do not need to have an empire you could just have something that um that feels good for you and and enables you to work from home and not have to um you know not have to go into a jobby job you know some people you know I mean, some people have health issues that make it difficult for them to work in a traditional kind of work setting and, you know, and, and, and having their own business gives them a lot of freedom. So I feel that, that having your own business can give you a lot of freedom, but by knowing what those, those, like those five tips we we're talking about, niche community, a product and service, ability, accept payment, reliable system to deliver said product or service in a mm -hmm. marketing strategy. You have to have those things in place and you have to get better at them all the time. And that's it too. Just to remember that you want to get better at these things. You do not, don't expect yourself to know all to know how to do these things all the time. Do not feel that um, you're going to come out of the womb knowing how to do this. No, this is a long game. This is a long game, everyone. So start wherever you are and just continue to grow and learn. And maybe you'll have an empire. Or maybe, you know, you just have something that that 
you're very happy with that makes you happy and then that's really what that's what anyone i think who we all want to be happy and when we have our own businesses and we don't have to go into like some stuffy office and deal with you know ray at the water cooler you know life can be great so something to think about but also realize that your empire is not going to start on the first day <laughs> yes yes um yes. you can grow into that empire and so for this week, the last couple of days, um, what's been coming up in the readings I've been doing is give yourself grace. Mm, yes. So as you're growing your business, you're not going to know. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, I don't. But I'm testing it out. Everything, everything is an experiment. It'll work. Maybe it won't work. But, you know, reminding my coach reminds me and other coaches have reminded me. It's like, you know what? The point is like, how fun. Like, this is not <laughs> it's not a death march. This mm -hmm. is fun. And remembering that I am choosing to do this. No one is making me do this. That's true. That's a very good point. Maybe spirit, but <laughs> no one is making me do this. I'm choosing to do this. And so it's like, if I'm choosing to do it, well, I might as well have fun with it. I mean, cause at any point it's not, and you know what, as you're getting on in your business, maybe for those of you, dear listeners who have been further on your business, you're like, you know what? I don't think I'm having fun anymore. Mm. And that's okay. Maybe go back to find out where you're going to have fun in it, or maybe it's time to be like to move on and do something else. Like don't hold on to a business or a business idea or something just because you said you're going to do it. If it's not providing, it's not fun for you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. That's, 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 that's a word and a half Empress Shoshana. And, and I just want to say for the record, I'm so proud of you for doing it. You know, I have been a witness to your journey mm -hmm. and, you know, you have tried on different things and tried to, you know, as you've been deciding, okay, I want to do this. I want to do that. Uh, and, you know, and you were like, no, I don't want to do that. And you have just been very intentional about making these choices. So to see you now launching and saying, yes, I, I'm going to do this. I'm putting myself out there. I just want to say how proud I am of you. I'm just, I'm, I'm just so proud to witness this journey of your, you, this journey that you're on, and to give you like this big high five and just say, you know what, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're not just talking about it. You're being about it. So many people talk about it, but to actually go forward and put yourself out there, that is a big deal. And I just want you to know that I see you. And I'm Aww, proud of you. Thank you, Aunt Carla. And welcome. <laughs> Um, and also, um, I want to share that something I've been freaking out uh, earlier. I, I uh, voice messaged on Carly yesterday <laughs> on the first day of after I did the session. And I was like, well, is it enough? Maybe I should have done other stuff. Maybe I should have because it's just like <laughs> me and spirit. And I'm just and I'm and wondering, like, is it enough? But it is enough. So if you are thinking that, you know, what your product is, that it, it's not or what you're doing is not enough. It probably is just fine. But I'm Carla have talked about this. <laughs> the peacock. The peacock. It's big, it's showy, it's flashy, it's in your face, but do you really need all that? No. Probably no. not. No. So look out for the peacocks in your business where you're trying to over 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 deliver in a way of doing like all types of products and all types of services, which are great, but at the end of the day will wear you out if you try to do all of them at the same time and also will wear out your customer. 
Whereas you think that they're given all this value by right? giving all these like 10 different ebooks and everything and memberships and da 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 and the same product, your customer who's coming in, they're probably like, this is overwhelming. Yes. I don't know what to do here. So I'm not going to do anything and I'm going to leave. Yes. Yes. So really less is more because you know more about your service. You're, probably, you're the expert in this. Mm-hmm. And so you're thinking like, well, I know this. So like, this is easy. This is easy to the person who's coming in, who's learning from you. That is not easy. Yes. And so start small and giving it. And when you find out like, oh, maybe they need more, then you can add them. But don't start getting the whole everything. Give them the Grammy, the Oscar, all the awards. <laughs> and they're like, wait a minute. I don't know where to this stuff. <laughs> Just ease them in there. Yes, you are enough. You are enough. enough. You don't have to add the peacock. I mean, the the peacock is just this perfect metaphor. And I'm so glad that you came up with this, Empress Shoshana, because now, you know, now the peacock is like our private joke. But maybe you listener, if you're listening to that, it could be yours, too. The peacock is when, when you start feeling that you need to add all kinds of stuff to your product and service, then you're, you're 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 adding a peacock and ever since then we've been like sharing pictures of, of peacocks with each other when we see stuff you know on on instagram to the point where now our algorithm keeps showing yeah. us peacocks because we have all these these peacock peacock uh, videos even even uncle jim is getting them because he hears us talking about peacocks so it's just that reminder that the peacock is just to remind you not to over stuff your product or service with things that your customer or your client really doesn't need. So, so whenever you see a peacock, just think of that. Am I, is this a peacock? You know, am I, is this thing I'm doing? Is this a peacock? Is this a peacock? It's and beautiful, but do I beautiful, but it's just too much. It's too much for your needs and your customer doesn't need that. So I think that's a great analogy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So now, those are like the the brass tacks that's like the 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 mundane part of Mm. of of running a business but we are spiritual people we are magical people so i think it's also important let's talk about some spiritual business magic just like a couple of some couple of spells here and there so yes so for example you know we all have we all need to do we, at some point, you know, we do have, there's all this mundane stuff, but where, how can we add the magic to our business? Mm-hmm. So one of the things I like to do is choose a money day. So, you know, when we're doing spells, we have different days of the week where we, you know, when we talk about, you know, Monday is intuition, Tuesday is action, Wednesday is communication, Thursday, um, you know, that's Jupiter. So it's like success. Friday is love. Saturday is like business, Structure. business grounding. And then Sunday is like happy creativity. So you can, you can use these, these days similar, similarly for your business. So for example, I like to do Thursdays. I call Thursdays are my numbers day because that's a day of success and expansion. So Thursday is the day that I will do a candle for Jupiter to, you know, for my success, I'll do like a wealth candle on that day. Um, But then on the mundane things, that's the day when I'll also look at how much money am I spending? How much money is my business making? I like to do that on Thursdays. But Mondays, Mondays are ruled by the moon. So those are, I don't like to 
book anything on Mondays. Me personally, I like to use that day for intuition and planning. So I won't book any readings or anything on Mondays. Mondays are like, okay, I like to look at the week. What's the week? What's going on this week? What's what's needed? And I like to be on input mode and just kind of look at what's needed. And then Tuesday, it's ruled by Mars. So it's a good day for starting new projects. It's, it might be a good day for launching. Now, also, now I know, oh, well, I'll, I'll get back to you in a second, um, Shoshana. Saturday, I, I talk about Thursday, it's good for success and expansion. Saturday is ruled by Saturn, so it's good for business transactions. Sunday ruled by the sun, it's good for success and creativity. So these are just different ways that you could say, okay, I'm gonna use these days to plan different things. Now, I know already though, Shoshana, you go a little deeper when you do some of your planning. You're also thinking about where is the moon or you might be thinking about the planetary hours. Can you talk a little bit about how you choose or how you might plan things by planetary placements? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, like where do I begin? All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> I look at the zodiac. So, I learned this from um, Vanessa Corazano, mm -hmm. um, who does the Moon Site Planner. And she um, talks about grouping the elements together. Mm. We have the fire, which are um, Aries, Sagittarius, and Leo. Mm -hmm. So you think of those are like for, for um, like for action, because you know they're both they're both the fire is usually associated with Mars. So mm -hmm. it's action, it's launching, initiation, and then you have the Earth moons, which are Taurus, Capricorn, and Virgo, mm -hmm. and that's where you do like um your detail oriented thing. I mean, of course, Virgo's detailed. Um, mm -hmm. You do uh, finances; those are good. Then on air moons, um, which are Gemini, Aquarius, and Libra, people tend to think that Aquarius is a water sign because maybe because aqua, it sounds like it, right. but it's actually an air sign, mm -hmm. air sign. And that's good for like communication um, and networking. Mm. And then we have water moons, which are Pisces, Scorpio, and Cancer. And those like those for emotional and um, like self-care so, and intuition. So I will look to see where the moon is based and then based on the things that I just um, ran off to you, which I'm going to put in the, the show notes. Vanessa Corazon has a cheat sheet where she explains this um, and what to what to watch out for and what to use the moon for so that you can also take this information. So that's when I plan. So I plan this launch that I'm in right now. It's during the um, Pisces um, Pisces season, beginning oh. Pisces in the Pisces new moon. And I did that because for intuition, it's about emotions. So, you know, it's the best, best time. I think if you're connecting with spirit and connecting with yourself, this is self-care. The Pisces moon is perfect for that. Yeah. Yeah. So I look into like how, and so when I'm coming up with copy or, or what I want to post, I look to see what the emotion, what, what is the emotion, um, the energy, that is in the day and then i will talk to that that energy mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so um so yeah so that's kind of how i plan but i also wanted to say and as part of the magic part is you can also as part of that wear colors that are associated with the days oh yeah great idea so the moon is white i believe also gray mm -hmm. mars tuesday red 
Yes. Um, Wednesday is, I think Wednesday is purple, mm-hmm. blue, um, with mercury. And Thursday is actually blue, but people use green. And the United States use green because our money is green. Ah, right. Um, Friday, I choose pink. You, pink and green um, are good colors, but also on Saturday is black. Um, and then sun, yellow, yellow or gold. Yes. Um, and so when I'm working to, um, this week that I'm doing this, I am wearing colors associated with each day. Ah, see, and, and y'all can't see y'all. Um, you can't see we're, we're on zoom at the moment and you can't see Empress Shoshana, but she is wearing red and even the earrings that she chose to put on. I saw her put them on. They are also red in different shades of red. So now I see that, oh, intention. Mm-hmm. So Mars is for action and moving forward, but so it's like, you know what? I'm tapping into that energy to help me keep going throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's how I use astrology, astrology magic to um, help move through. And also on Wednesdays for me, if I'm doing some type of writing that um, I want, there's so many things, that, there's so many different factors you can take into consideration. Mm-hmm. Wednesday is Mercury, Mercury, Mercury is also aligned with the air signs. And so if I'm doing anything, if I'm planning travel, I will book it on Wednesday. If I am um, going to write something, I will most likely save it till a Wednesday. If if during the week there are no other air signs happening um, that are going to be, the moon's going to be in an air sign, I'll probably do it on a Wednesday because it just, I believe it helps me flow much better. Sure. Yeah, I like sending my newsletters on Wednesdays. Yeah, I send my newsletters out on Sunday because Sunday, although it is for happy and positivity, but it's also about self-care and about mm-hmm. the self and the ego. And so I'm like, well, ah. better way to take care of yourself than, than to read my newsletter. Um, that's really, <laughs> that's really going to be giving you messages and things for you to take care of yourself. Yeah. And, and I think that's also a very good point that as long as you're intentional, you know, sometimes we send things, I like to send things on Wednesdays, but there are times because I might have something else going on that I will post on another day, but I know that I'm doing it because I have an intention behind it. So what, what Empress Shoshana and I are basically saying is, you know, if you could choose whatever day that you want to choose, but know exactly what you're tapping into know that uh, you know you, you you be mindful that you're tapping into this particular day's energy and you're sending it on that day that it's not just oh let me just send something out because just because just because yeah yeah so i also like to use the moon when i'm doing certain things in my business so we we're like new moon right now but things like setting intentions mm-hmm. for you know the business setting financial goals, um, deciding what are the products or service I'm gonna promote. And then I also like to do things, especially like on a Monday, um, I like to identify what are the upcoming Sabbaths. So if you are a someone who does sell spiritual products and services, you wanna think about, you know, if you're a Wiccan, for example, is there something coming up for an equinox or is there, you know, in bulk or something that you have a product that is in alignment with? They could also be astrological transits you might, might wanna pay attention to. Um, you know, if you're thinking about uh, you know, you might have something, you might have a product that works really well with Mercury retrograde. You know, I used to have a course, well, maybe I need to bring it back called Romance Retrograde. And mm-hmm. 
it's something that I use to it's like shadow work during the retrograde period and why not so you know there are astrological transits that you might want to look out for either use or just know what's happening and then other also just like holidays like what are the holidays um you know christmas even even traditional holidays that you can use black friday you know everyone was mm -hmm. tapping into black friday for for promotion so i like to at the new moon of every astrological season to go through these different things and say, okay, what's coming up that I can pay attention to? Like, are, am I going to offer a freebie? Am I going to do some kind of free live stream? Am I going to sell something? What's going on? What are my goals? And then for, so that like new moon is setting intentions, full moon, in this case, I like to use a sort of like a climax, a completion, a good checkpoint. So this is a time for me to balance my checkbook and expenses, you know, like how much money have I spent in this last um, in this last moon cycle? You know, what are, what are my numbers looking like reviewing my numbers? Like, are my following is my follower count going up, going down? Is it staying the same? And then I also like to do things like removing cold emails from my email list. This is this is, you know, when you start building your list, you start to realize um, you don't want to keep email emails on your list that, that are cold and cold means someone who has been on your list for some someone who hasn't well at least I, I use convert kit and for convert kit they define a cold subscriber as someone who has been on your email list for at least 90 days but they haven't opened them up in the last 30 days or something like that mm -hmm. so it's like if you have people on your list and they're not even opening your emails and you should be checking those things um don't worry if people unsubscribe like don't get too focused on that if they unsubscribe they're not your people let them go same thing with followers unfollowers um but do not get taken by do not get excited by having like thousands of people on your email list but only 55 people are opening like mm -hmm. that means you got to let those people go because they're dead weight and it's not helping your your email list so and i also, like i just want to put in there if mm -hmm. you, you get a lot of subscribers it's costing you money so yes you, remove them yes exactly it costs you money the larger your you know as your emails as your email list grows. So if they are not opening your list, if they're not opening your emails, let them go. You can you can call them from your list. And and I have, you know, I remember there was this one time I had like this I had a lot of people on my list and um my my email the, the price had gone up and I was like, oh, oh, I don't think so. So like I had to delete because I think I was also maybe pivoting and changing my business model. So I deleted all these people, but then I made sure to contact ConvertKit. I said, well, you see the numbers went down. My my prices, my monthly charge is going to be going down They're like, oh, yeah. So, yes, Miss Hall. I'm like, OK, mm -hmm. yeah. So definitely make sure that you are not holding on to the dead weight vanity metrics don't mean anything. And vanity metrics are basically when you have numbers, but they're not doing anything for you. There's no point in having, as I said, a thousand people on your list, but only 55 people are opening them. The other people will have to go. And it's okay. We want to make space for new things. And then um, I also use the full moon to note all the wins and the milestones. Like, what are the lessons? What did I learn? What, 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 what I do that was great or, or things that weren't so great. And of course, express gratitude. Okay. And, um, you know, so these are just ways of using the moon cycles to um, that I use the moon cycles in my business. And then also I like seasonal practices, you know, especially since I've been tapping into the seasons. Um, 
I used to, well, actually I originally studied with like a total, like a mogul coach <laughs> and he, he had this thing called the 90 day year. And his thing was that you shouldn't run your business just thinking in terms of like the next year or five year, 10 years. He's like, things can happen in the, in, in things can change. Things can turn on the course of a dime. And, um, course of, is that the right phrase? It doesn't matter when, you know, the, and the pandemic was a great example, you know, we were making these plans and then March happened, you know, March, mm-hmm. 2020 happened. You're like, Oh, Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to do something different. Yeah. And everyone was like that. So if the idea is if you're planning at least like, okay, you know what you're doing for the next three months, then you can also see, how are these things working or are not working? And so at the beginning of each new season, so that he was talking about just like in terms of quarters, but being that we are, you know, magical people, witchy people, I'm like, oh, well, that's a season. Okay. So that means each season I'm going to review the last, the last three months, the last, the last season and ask myself what worked, what didn't, because you don't want to, you don't want to wait a year and realize, you know what, this thing isn't really working. This Mm -hmm. thing isn't selling. You can learn a lot in that first 90 days. Like you try something or you make a little change. Mm -hmm. You can already tell if something is going to work or not work in that first 90 days. So this is when you can start making changes. Don't wait for a year because a year might be too long. You can decide what will you start doing? What will you stop doing? What do you, you know, what is working and you want to continue or you're like, okay, I want to give it another three months before I figure out and then um yeah so you plan your activities and then for something like the spring you know we do a lot of those spring cleanings we declutter we declutter our files both digital and physical um you know review your business from top to bottom you know what were your worst selling products what were your best selling products you know what are your systems which ones are you working or not working who are your suppliers um you know and setting goals and then for the winter solstice it's the same idea the the end of the year you want to review your business from top to bottom and um, what's your profit and loss you know we just want to a lot of us you know we just want to we just want to run a business we don't look we want to look at the numbers but the thing (laughs) is you got to look at the numbers because that is how you realize what is working and what is not and when you see that something isn't working it's time to try something different and um you, you know, you got to make it, you have to give it, you have to try, you have to try when you say, okay, this thing isn't working, then you got to do something else because, you know, we can't afford to keep making the same mistakes over and over. And if we're at least looking at the numbers, we can, we can find out a lot earlier where we need to make those changes. But if you're like, la, 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 I don't want to look, you know, um, you end up making bigger mistakes in the long run. So with those things in mind, I also have some spells and things because again, we are not at the mercy of fate. And I have some spells, some spell ideas. Before I do that, did you have anything that you wanted to add? Cause I've just been like yapping. And <laughs> well, I was just gonna put like, you know, look at the numbers is important because you need to know if you actually have a, have a business or an expensive hobby. Hello, hello. Yeah. That's not fun. <laughs> not, and I'm not, I'm going to be totally honest. A lot of times in my, I've done a lot of different businesses. Rephrase. I've had a lot of expensive hobbies. Yeah. 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 And so I have I. Fun, but... <laughs> yeah, I had fun. Totally. Totally. And, you know, again, working with a coach is so 
helpful because Mm -hmm. they can help you see the things that you don't notice. And even if you are this experienced person, having someone else come in and give you sort of like that $30,000, 30,000 foot view and say, you know, like, hey, you know what this, how is this working for you? Or, you know, so for example, I also offer VIP services. I I have um, the consulting, like if someone wanted to work with me for Mm -hmm. an hour, like I could do an audit and check out your numbers and and see, okay, you want a marketing strategy, I can help you with that. Or you want like a VIP day where, you know, you hire me for a few hours and I help you come up with that strategy or help you like implement it. That is also something I offer. but I will say that in addition to that, we can do spells, you know, and, and Shoshana has a coach, you know, and, and I have co- I have a coaching I'm in a coaching group and mm-hmm. it just really helps because um, so sometimes I get an email from someone and they're like someone was selling something on Etsy and they're like, I'm not even really making any money. You know, I'm all of this stuff. I'm, I'm selling this thing and I'm I'm not making any money. And mm-hmm. the easiest thing and well, easy, maybe not simple, but easy is to say, well, that means you need to when you look at how much it costs for you to mm-hmm. make this product and to sell it, this means you are not charging enough mm-hmm. and people don't raise their prices often as much as they really should. And I, and I could totally include myself in that, but it's like, when you are feeling like you are struggling, like you are selling things, but you are not making money. That means that you need to raise your rates period. And it's, I mean, I don't know, you know, like telling me that, that you're not making money after all of these sales, to me, that's obvious, but yeah. maybe you needed someone to tell you, you need to sell, you know, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what you see someone else on Etsy selling. You're like, you're selling the same exact thing as this other person, but they, but you're, you're doing the same thing, but you don't know how much, how much they're getting. You don't know what else they're selling. You don't know what kind of business they're in. You don't know how well or not well their business is doing. So you can only look at yourself and you have to look at, okay, this costs me X dollars to make or to offer, then that means in order to make a profit, not just not just break even, I'm going to have, that means you're, you're going to have to raise your rate and sell and make more. You're going to have to, to raise the price. And there's nothing wrong with raising your price, okay? Mm-hmm. It's just if you want to continue doing this and you don't want to have to go back to a day job or or get a day job, you have to see what is best for your business. And it's often raising your rate. So just something to think about. Um, Were you going to say something else in particular to that? Oh, no. Okay. So I got some spells for you. So um, online witchpreneur, my course is coming up in a couple of weeks and I ran it earlier during Capricorn season and it, it was really, it was, it was really quite great because we did like a four day live and had all these spiritual um, business owners in and we were just talking about kind of different things. And, and I love using magic for different things, but there was this one, um, one, when one student was talking about going to a networking event and there was someone else there who was like a me too kind of person like oh i do that like this person was she was she was trying to do her networking and she was like this is what i offer and this other person who was there every time that they would see 
person one talking to someone, they would show up and they're like, oh, I do that too. And I do this and I do this and I have a peacock and, you know, <laughs> uh -huh. and, uh, and the person was like, I, I mean, clearly she didn't like that, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I was like, well, did you get the business cards of these people? She's like, oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, there's some things you could do. And I was like, first I was like, well, you can reach out to these people. If you have the card, you can still reach out to them the next day. You have speed on your side. Most people don't follow up. The fortune is in the follow-up people. Mm -hmm. So one of the first things, one of the easiest things you can do is to reach out to that person the very next day and say, so-and-so, it was so nice to meet you. As we discussed last night, um, this is what I offer and here's my website and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Most people don't follow up that quickly, you, but you do have speed on your side if you decide to go for that. And so I was telling this person that and she was like, oh, but, you know, I just kind of, you know, I, I really like it when people come to me, you know, mm -hmm. I really don't want to. So my first thought was, OK, stop right there. <laughs> the thing about a business and running your own business, one of my mentors told me long ago that having your own business is the number one self-development program in the world and it's true because it brings so much out it brings so much up in us you know whether it's self-worth whether we're charging or putting ourselves out there and wanting to be visible and i'm like oh, if you want to have a business you're going to have to get comfortable with putting yourself out there and reaching out to these people and saying hey because i know you're like i went to this networking thing and that was hard yes but then you also have to follow up you have to resist your resistance okay. to wanting to follow up and, and close that particular deal and not feel that, oh my God, this person came and she's just kind of like impressing them. And I'm like, you don't know that they're impressing them. I go to me, what you're telling me also looks really desperate. You know, like if she's going and like, oh, I do that, I do that, I do that. To me, I, I see, I feel that peacock energy, you know, because you're feeling sensitive about yourself. You're assuming that when she shows up that people are going to be like, oh my God, no, this woman is just dominating because she's, she's needy. So I was starting in that place of, you know, Put yourself out there yeah. but by the next day spirits told me wait a second there's still something that she can do where she can also attract people to her and i was like oh of course there's glamour magic so a lot of these things that we use to attract money or to attract people we can also use these things to attract people to us so glamour magic is a fantastic fantastic tool that we can use. So I have in my online witchpreneur class, I have what is called Aunt Carla's Look Me Over Oil. Now, mm -hmm. Look Me Over is a it's a it's a classic hoodoo spell and everyone, you know, who I guess who has one, there's all, all their own thing. But basically it's a recipe for an oil that you make and you have a candle and when you you have this ritual and first you have the ritual where you make the oil. And then if you can use the oil right away, you can, or if you like to just you know, let it wait. Um, but the idea is before, after you make this oil, when you're getting ready to go to a networking event or some kind of festival, any of these, you know, places where you are going to be selling or offering yourself, you can light the candle, put on the oil as you're getting ready, as you're psyching yourself up, and then you are putting this glamour on yourself so that when you go out, people will notice you. So it adds like a little extra 
little sizzle and then what you can also do you can add powder to the oil like meaning meaning like um you have a little bit of oil but then you put like a lot of powder until like the powder is dry but it has like the essence of that oil you can use that powder to sprinkle on things like resumes or your products those are different things like you don't want it to like be so oily that it leaves a mark but you want to use that powder to just just kind of leave a little bit of like you know a little magic dust that you made yourself um and speaking of also sigils you can use sigils if yeah. you can create a, a magical sigil which is like a symbol a sacred symbol that you make yourself or maybe someone else might make it for you you can use a sigil on your products um there's a book jason miller he wrote financial alchemy for no financial sorcery and, he, and on all of his books not just his financial one right on his cover he has a, he has sigils i'm like dang he's not even trying to hide it but that's okay that's okay but you know his books are selling so it's, clearly it's working. working but um i've seen um i've seen there's a, this woman she sells clothing um like witchy clothing and she has sigils on her little tags like so her business has a, her logo is a sigil which is about her financial you know success um i've also seen a business of this woman who sells t-shirts with sigils on them so okay. you know it's a, it's a walking spell so sigils are another great way um good old rose of jericho and i will i'm happy to mention this one because i know you tried it once before <laughs> I've tried it more than once before. I I murder them. Oh, oh, okay. Well, we'll we'll talk about the Rose of Jericho plant real quick. So, um, the the Rose of Jericho is known is also known as the resurrection plant mm -hmm. because it comes back to life. So when it's the plant when it's not near a water source, it curls up into like this little dry ball, and when you put it like in a bowl and you add water, the plant magically opens with beautiful fern like leaves and then when the water is removed it goes back into a state of hibernation and um so i guess it kind of looks like a tumbleweed but then when you add water it it yeah, comes to life it's real cute just don't drown it yeah well i've i've never used rose of jericho oil i mean rose of jericho but i've seen plenty of pictures and um I just wanted to explain that if that is something that you would like to try, some people will have, especially if you, if you have a, a place of business or like in your desk, your altar, some people will like to keep their rows of Jericho plants with the water on their desk or at their place of business. Now, what other people like to do, like they'll, they'll light a candle when they first get it and it's sort of, um, you know, to, I don't know, to activate it or to have some kind of ritual. Um, if you use a candle, of course, don't let it get too close. Uh, some people like to put coins in the Jericho rose water the, or crystals, you know, so it's like charging the plant, the, the Jericho rose. Now the thing, now this is the part that I really like. Every week or so, you're supposed to change the water so mm -hmm. that the water is like, it's always fresh and it's clear. But what you can do with that used Jericho rose water, mm -hmm. you can add it to floor washes or baths for money drawing and to bring customers in an abundance work. So that's uh, that's the part I really wanted to get at. So Jericho Rose water, that water can be used for bringing abundance to your business. So awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's just something to think about. And then just good old floor washes, you know, when you are, whether you work from home or you have a, a place of business that you visit, um, you know, so instead of just doing your regular cleaning 
uh, solution, whatever you, whatever cleaning product you use, you can add like Florida water and cinnamon and uh, you can, well, I, what I like to do is like, I will like light a candle, add Florida water, cinnamon and clean the floor while, you know, maybe saying some, some affirmations and pretty much if, if I don't have any magic related to my housework, it, it won't get done. That's, <laughs> seriously, like that's the only way I can do housework. It has to be magical or it'll just, it's not, okay. not going to happen. Yeah. And um, let's see. And then I think I have one more, uh, what, what I call like a metaphysical magical tip for your business and your home um, purge, like on a regular basis, like make room for blessings. Like it's, it's, it's a law of physics that nature abhors a vacuum, but it's also metaphysical because I see it all the time when you're feeling tight on finances or you need something to happen, you need some kind of movement, clean your space, recycle things, throw things out. And when you make space, other things come in. It could be new clients and customers. It could be new money, all different kinds of things, but you must make space do not hold on to things that you don't need so back when we were talking about don't hold on to people on your email list that aren't mm -hmm. opening so all of those those the, the, all that dead weight make a practice of regularly letting those things go and making space for blessings to uh to come into your life so that's that's my spiritual business magic tips those are those are my <laughs> Those are my spiritual business tips for the moment. Thank you for listening. <laughs> All Carla metaphors are not your friend this this episode. <laughs> not not today, not today. But that's all right. I'm gonna keep trying. That's okay. It just it just it just makes me laugh a little bit. But dear listener, I hope you have taken in a lot. You're probably gonna have to go back and pause this and take notes because Aunt Carla gave so much information during this time. It might have been a little bit of a peacock. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry for giving lots of value. Okay. <clears throat> nor should you um so yeah so this has been amazing i took notes myself especially for the rose of jericho i'm gonna try it again and not to not to kill it this time but um i like the fact that you can take the water and and use that in as money spells and also i want to add in there um that you can use crystal grids oh uh, so um crystals you may want to consider are green avatrine mm. citrine and carnelian and always i always throw in clear course um i do have a crystal grid going um for myself right now and i have a green candle i put oils in it um from the conjure guard guard at conjure goddess mm -hmm. um, i have um in their um better business oil which i usually call better business bureau but um <laughs> And so, yeah, so definitely enhancing all the magic that is out there while you're also doing the mundane. So it's the mundane and the magical and just see what happens and, and test it out. If you try even the mundane thing and it doesn't work, try a different angle. If you try the magical thing and that didn't work, be like, okay, how can I adjust? Think of yourself as, as a scientist. Yes. This is all an experiment. Whatever you're trying out there in your business, give it a shot. Throw, like throw the spaghetti up against the wall. If it sticks, great. If it doesn't, be like, all right, maybe I need to use angel hair pasta instead of elbow pasta. Like, <laughs> trying different things. And if you're doing a spell, maybe maybe cinnamon doesn't work fast enough for you. Maybe you need to use sugar. Like whatever works, this is all an experiment and you are 
you are the spell, as Aunt Carlisha says. Yes. And you are the tool. So just keep adjusting little by little to find the, I would say, the recipe that works best for you. Absolutely. Well said, and Prashishana. Okay. And I think that ended the lesson. <laughs> Thanks be to the goddess. <laughs> Thank you all so much for coming back and listening to us. We really appreciate it. I mean, otherwise it'd just be me and Aunt Carla just chatting to ourselves. We're so glad that you're listening. Yay! <laughs> so please go out there and make something magical happen. Because you are magic! For listening to us please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and if you love this episode and we know you did please share and tell all your spiritual friends if you have a question or comment or just want to tell us how fantabulous we are please send all praise to witchy and woo at gmail that's W-I-T-C-H-Y-A-N-D-W-O-O at gmail.com. You can also join the Red Soul Flower Magic Family Facebook group to continue the conversation. Until next time, may your manifestations come to fruition.